Welcome back, guys. It's Parenting Today, and this is our last episode of 2019, John. Last one. I know. Yeah, it's it's kind of a, a sad day, Kurt. It's been a roller coaster of a year. I've carried you through it most of the time, but we've made it. Each and I'm, every episode. I am Samwise to your Frodo. So <laughs> you're the real star of the show, but in the end, you needed Gollum to help you. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which, Don't uh, say whether I'm more like Gollum or Samwise. I know the <laughs> truth. <laughs> All right. So also Christmas is fast approaching. And for this episode, we're going to share a few books um, that we think are uh, are helpful books. Well, that, and let, let, let's say resources because I've got some podcasts and some sure. possible blog posts too. Yeah. Okay. We're going to share some resources because John has to have everything his way. <laughs> <laughs> I am the director of resources at RYM. Yeah, okay. well, there you go. <laughs> now he's gone all title on me. <laughs> <laughs> and you're on the board of RYM, so you can That's right. but title see, on I'm me. I'm like a volunteer, um, which is great, because you don't have to pay me, but also you can't fire me. So <laughs> um, it's really hard to fire volunteers. I do have some right, connections. Anyway, uh, but first, John's going to give us a fun fact. And then I am going to wait. Now he's giving me this look. Well, like, I, I hadn't. Give you a fun fact? Yeah, I thought I've lost. Can you hear me? I've lost you. Can you hear me? Oh, now I can. Okay. Now I had not looked one up. Um, do you have one ready? A fun fact? Yeah. I'm afraid I don't. My 11 hour flight from Amsterdam to Amsterdam was uh, my fun fact. Uh, <laughs> but I. Okay. I, I've, hey, I've got. I've got one for you. Okay, well, I have just a question. We'll save that for we'll save that for Thursday's thoughts. All right, you go ahead. Okay, and and I'm going to. There's probably a seventy percent chance this fact is not fun, but let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, it's probably not all that much, but Kurt, 83%. how <laughs> how many uh, how much eggnog is consumed over the Christmas holiday season? I've um, never I, had eggnog. Really? Is eggnog alcoholic? It can be. I mean, people can spike it just like a lot of beverages. Okay. Um, never had it. And so does it come in gallons or in liters? Well, um, yes, it does. This Okay, I just Googled this, uh, but they've got it listed in pounds. Pounds? <laughs> yes. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Is Cut. it thick? Yes, it's very thick, and and so uh, I mean, it, milk. it consists of egg, milk, cream, sugar, and then you know some spices like nutmeg, other things typically. Okay, some cinnamon. I'm, sounds like you have to chew it instead of drink it. But uh, <laughs> uh, let's go with if it, the answer's in pounds. Let's go with oh, man. two million pounds. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that way too much? No, it's not. Um, oh, you, you seemed like Doctor Evil. You know, one million dollars. Two. I don't. I. I, I don't okay, know. so this one is according to 2017. All right, Americans consume more than 135 million pounds of eggnog. Well, that's oh, e just Americans. That's each year. Okay. But in 2007, eggnog consumption, I think just during the holiday season, was 122 million pounds. That can't oh, be so right. some people drink eggnog all year? I guess so. Um, oh, wait, let's see. 122 million pounds. 
Yeah, that was a year, but with peak sales, obviously, occurring Thanksgiving, the weeks of Christmas, and just after Christmas. I've never made eggnog. I I do remember watching... um, Oh, I meant, is there like a company, like the Heineken uh, of eggnog, or the, you know... I'm sure most um, milk... Yeah, I'm sure most milk... I can't think of a milk brand or whatever, but Barbers? I, is that a brand? Sure. Um, yeah, they they've got some some good ones. Uh, I do remember we got some at Fresh Market that was in these uh, glass. Humble brag, he shot yeah. at Fresh Market. <laughs> <laughs> but they also had custard, and it was like drinking vanilla ice cream. I mean, it was just what is custard um, amazing. Uh, yeah, I don't know exactly how it's different from eggnog um but it was a liquid form because you can get custard like a um bops you know frozen custard you know that's Ah. more anyway okay custard to me is just like that general who didn't do very well in the battle (laughs) so um that's what i've got as far as custard is concerned can we go to the can we take a break and go to the resources well yeah so you don't have a fun fact i mean i googled one yeah you can't come up with something I mean, Kurt, you're Mr. Witty. You're you're always on your toes. You got something ready. It seems like you could, even from that conversation, come up with something. Well, and see, I I'm talking to try to give you some time. To no, think I had something, but I want to save it for Thursday's thoughts. Okay. It's more of a question than a fun fact. Okay. So can I just right. save it for then? Yeah, let's, uh, let's go with a break, and uh, we'll be right back. All right. Well, welcome back. We are uh, we're looking at resources because John is a Pharisee about our language, and uh, but I'm just going to talk about books because, again, I'm a volunteer that John can't fire, uh, and I've got four books that I might that you might consider reading or you might consider giving to maybe an older student, an older child in your life, um, or you might consider reading yourself. The first one, and John does not know what these books are, so he demanded that I not tell him beforehand. So he's really excited. The first one is called Seculosity. Seculosity. Interesting. It's by David Zoll. I'm showing the book to John via the camera. Can I read the? Okay, you got it. Yes, I'll read it to you. It says, How Career, Parenting, Technology, Food, Politics, and Romance Became Our New Religion and What to Do About It. Interesting. And uh, we had David Zoll teach in iLife. Uh, which is a quarterly uh, church-wide Sunday school that we do. It's kind of a big deal to get invited to teach, and John has been invited to teach before, <laughs> by the way, um, because it's like you know somewhere between 500 and 800 people come to hear you. Um, so it would be like teaching at a uh, large group uh, at RYM. And, um, and he came, and he talked about music, which is one of his um, – is one of his bailiwicks, as they say. It's one of the things that he likes to talk about. So, uh, but I recommend to you, he wrote this book, Seculosity. I've not read it all the way through. I've perused it in, um, in anticipation of hearing him. So, uh, but I'm going to recommend it to you based solely on that because I really enjoyed him and I really enjoyed what I've read of this so far. I just got this book. Can, yes, can, can you give us a little bit of background on who he is? What does he... Who David Zoll is? Yeah. All right, he's from Charlottesville, um... Virginia, which I know is a, you know, a terrible place that everyone is. No, um, that's where Michael Hall's from. But uh, he founded Mockingbird Ministries. He's a director of Mockingbird Ministries. I don't know if you've ever heard of them before. Um, and he was the editor in chief, and he is the editor in chief of their 
of the Mockingbird website, which is uh, they have a podcast, the Mockingcast, um, and he uh, is also on the staff of Christ Episcopal Church uh, in Charlottesville, Virginia. So he's a contemporary of Michael Hall uh, from RYM, and uh, he's written other books as well, uh, this, uh, The Crucified Soul of Rock and Roll um, and uh, Law and Gospel, A Theology for Sinners and Saints. So, uh, and anyway, really enjoyed him, thought he was top-notch speaker for our life. And uh, and I recommend this book. So nice, David Zoll, Seculosity. Am I going to go again, John? No, or is it going to be your? I, I've got a, I've got a few that I'll share. And these, you know, that well, you can only share one. We'll see about and then that. Kurt. I, it's my turn again. I'm making the rules. <laughs> so look at me. I am the captain. <laughs> so um, these yeah, these are more workbooks in a sense. So in between book, like you did, that was a hardback, right? That you had. Which yeah. I'm not a fan of hardbacks. I like paperbacks, but that's, of course just, you do. that's just me. And uh, yeah. you know, this isn't a blog post, but it's something in between. So, kind of for for parents out there who are thinking, oh, okay, life's just too busy. I don't have time to read a book. Um, th- these are these are short, and these are for parents to really read alongside your children. And of course, the the ages. Uh, can vary based on on this book, but uh, the first I've brought up on here before is called "The Talk" by Luke Gilkerson, and the subtitle Seven Lessons to Introduce Your Child to Biblical Sexuality." So it's again a very thin workbook. Uh, it's something you can just read out loud. It takes zero prep beforehand, but reading it to your child um, is you know very easy, very helpful. Um, I've I've done that with uh, my oldest child, uh, but th- but there's a series of, of these these workbooks, and so that's why I'm gonna keep going. Kurt, uh, the other one is called Relationships: Eleven Lessons to Give Kids a Greater Understanding of Biblical Sexuality. Uh, so there's a lot there, as well as uh, the third workbook is Changes: Seven Biblical Lessons to Make Sense of Puberty. So. Very helpful books. Uh, I know that there are you know schools that that can take some of those responsibilities, and parents are happy to do that. But for those parents who are looking for something to do more in the home, and of course this can be you know homeschool parents as well as those parents who have their children public school or private school to be able to have a biblical worldview to communicate about relationships, about uh, puberty changes that are taking place. <clears throat> excuse me, and the talk. So uh, yeah, those those three. Uh, booklets the talk relationships changes by luke and trisha gilkerson so check and john for for all these resources we're going to have a link in the uh possibly or they could just go to amazon.com and just (laughs) enter enter those in um, and should be able to find them pretty easily okay well speaking of amazon.com the book or the resource that i'm going to mention next is uh is available to pre-order now. It's not even out yet, right? Uh, it's the third book by RYM, right? And it's, uh, I don't really like the author that much, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> just kidding, guys. John wrote it. Uh, so it's John's book, uh, but I am going to recommend it because it's a, on a topic that we've discussed multiple times here on Parenting Today. The book is called um, Not If, But When. Uh, Not If, But When. And it's how to talk about worldly images um, i.e. pornography or eventually pornography with, uh, your, with your children and with your students. So, uh, it's RYM's third book to put out. 
It's going to have the RYM seal on it. It's a big deal. Uh, and you can find it again on Amazon. You can pre-order it. Uh, if you pre-order it, which you can do right now, uh, that will help RYM and it will help the book. And John is too humble to plug it himself, which, you know, it's fine. Uh, you know, he constantly talks to me about it. So he doesn't. But, but, uh, I, I, but if I just sent some money, yeah, PayPal, Kurt. So that's, you should be able to see yeah. that. So thanks Please, for that. John. Everyone Venmo's now. PayPal is so yesterday. I almost said but, Venmo. Um, yeah, you're just old. They, uh, but, <laughs> but, uh, if not, sorry, not if, but when, uh, not to be confused with the website, not if, but when, <laughs> which is ta- how to teach your children about death. Mm. Um, wow. uh, Amazon.com, not if, but when John Parrott, check that out. Can I go again? I've got one more. Well, I was going to say, I mean, just as we're talking about RYM resources, there are three books. Now this is, as Kurt said, the, the third book. So the first Insecure was aimed specifically for teenagers. So that book is for teenagers. Yes, parents can read it alongside them and obviously can read it and benefit from it, but it was aimed at teens. Uh, the other book by, by John Kwasney, Pursuing a Heart of Wisdom, that's aimed at youth workers counseling students, but also parents can benefit from that. But this one specifically, not if, but when, aimed at parents talking to their children uh, just about yeah these worldly images that we know are out there in kind of an easy way. I think it's just eight chapters uh, to kind of give your children a biblical worldview, but also preparing them for some of what they'll they'll see. And it's kind of aimed at, you know, seven to 12 year olds. Um, and there's a girl's story in it and a guy's story in it. So you can uh, choose whichever one. Um, but again, RYM trying to reach teenagers, trying to reach youth workers, trying to reach parents. Uh, hopefully those are some helpful resources for them. Go for it, Kurt. All right. Well, my second resource or third resource, excuse me, is an older book. Uh, but I, I think it's a great book to read uh, at the start of the year. Uh, so uh, it's called Respectable Sins by Jerry Bridges. Uh, and uh, this is I would recommend this book to uh, parents and I would recommend this book to students as well, even though it's not really written with students in mind. Uh, this is a book about uh, the sins that we allow to become respectable. And I, I'm going to combo it with another book uh, that's edited by C.J. Mahaney called Worldliness. OK, I don't know if you've read. John's probably read both of these and probably like has editor editor credit on both of them. I don't know. That's how he is. But uh, both of these books tackle one. You know, if you want the New Year's a time where people do a little self examination, and I'm not really a New Year's resolution guy, but I think the scriptures are clear that self examination is something that we should be engaged in all the time. And I think that these two books, Respectable Sins by Jerry Bridges and Worldliness, which is written by many, it's you know, it's kind of like an anthology. It's written by many people, but it's edited by C.J. Mahaney. Both those books are really helpful for that process. So I'm going to recommend those two books. Well, yeah, and Kurt, not only do I... And they're both hardback, and I don't care, John. <laughs> um, I have a thick, I have a strong spine, so I enjoy hardback books. That's it. That's the correlation there. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> no uh, that book, Respectable Sins, I love the title. I think that's an awesome title. Um, and I will say I taught that to our students. We did a small group study on that, and that was probably one of the most uh, positive small groups we, we've done to where students just loved the content in it, 
And every mm-hmm. week they would say, oh man, you know, I thought last week was kind of the, the main sin I needed to be thinking about. Now this week, I mean, it was just, it was so good, so helpful. And it's not just beating you over the head, you know, discouragement. Um, but, but I did teach that, but then later, years later, they have released a student edition. Oh, they, I knew you would know that. And I knew <laughs> that there would be one. I kind of knew it when I said it, I was like, there's probably a student edition now that I don't know about. And I guarantee that John knows about it. So, <laughs> well, thank you. I've never, I've never read it because we, uh, you know, taught through this one years ago, but mm-hmm. this student edition, uh, was released in 2013. So yeah, it's actually been around and it is paperback, Kurt. Uh, but Ugh. but respectable sins student edition is the title, and then the truth about anger, jealousy, worry, and other stuff we accept. Uh, so that's that's out there. You can check it out. Um, I don't know if it's basically the same book, and it's just kind of you know repackaged. But um, that's out there, and I know that there are study guides available as well. I think uh, mm-hmm. there might be some free PDFs. The original had a study guide that went with. Okay, it. gotcha. See, you knew that, Kurt, and I didn't. Um, well. <clears throat> One of the reasons why you might know it is if you open up the front cover of the book, the very first page says, hey, if you're using this for a small group, definitely check out our um, our small group discussion guide, Respectable Sins, Confronting the Sins We Tolerate. There you so go. <laughs> you can't even get to the table of contents before they tell you that. All right. So. That's good. That's good to know. Yeah. Um, all right, Kurt. Uh, one I have is a podcast. Um, and honestly, I cannot remember if I... Parenting Today. Yes. Season one. <laughs> Go back and start listening to it if you miss us over the holidays. Um, so the Mortification of Spin podcast is a podcast by, I think, the Alliance of Confessing Evangelicals. Uh, but if you go to the Mortification of Spin podcast, a specific episode title is Teens, Young Adults, and Sexuality. Um, I don't think they have the episodes numbered, so it can be a little bit more difficult to, to search, but the title, Teens, Young Adults, and Sexuality. Uh, David Ayers is the guest on there. He's the provost of Grove City College and a professor of sociology. Uh, it, it's a, a must-listen for parents. Um, just some of the research that David Ayers uh, has, has done. Uh, I mean, it's very eye-opening, very convicting, uh, maybe 40-minute podcast. Carl Truman is one of the guests, as, I mean, one of the hosts, as well as Amy Bird. Uh, but, but, but check that out. And, and I will say uh, that was October 29th when that podcast came out. Uh, every parent, every youth worker needs to listen to that. But then also uh, Walt Mueller's podcast, um, Youth Culture Matters. Uh, that's just a podcast people need to check out consistently. He also had David Ayers on that podcast. Uh, and so listen to that one as well. Listen to the two of them. Uh, very eye-opening, very important, uh, convicting for the church, specifically for Christian parents and just basically how the sexuality of uh, students uh, is no different uh, in the church, is no different from students outside the church. Um, very humbling, uh, something we need to uh, talk more about and something we need to be um yeah, discussing in the church, but Mortification of Spin podcast, Teens, Young Adults, and Sexuality, and then Youth Culture Matters podcast, uh, the guest, David Ayers. So check that out. Kurt, uh, what, what else do you have? And we'll start wrapping this up. Uh, th- I'm going to stop right there. Um, I had uh, some other books, but I think that it's time. And 
I think that the three that I mentioned are good. Seculosity by David Zoll, Worldliness, C.J. Mahaney, Respectable Sins, Jerry Bridges. I always plug this book at RYM, but I'll plug uh, Reason for God by Tim Keller. I think if you have an older student getting ready to go to college, a junior or a senior, definitely hand them that book. Uh, have them read it before they go. Um, so uh, those, are my, those are my suggestions, John. Uh, any yeah. more from me? Well, all I was going to say is on uh, the, at the beginning of this podcast, we said we're just talking about resources uh, on Tuesday and Thursday. We've actually decided at the break we're, we're going to make a change. And Thursday, we're actually going to reflect on season four of Parenting Today and then also talk about season five coming out. So as you tune in on Thursday... You'll get to hear some Thursday's thoughts. We'll talk a little bit about uh, looking back on parenting today, then looking forward, and then probably have some trash on the table at our last little segment. So, Kurt, looking forward to that. Talk to you Thursday. All right. See you then.